That's, that's record. And he didn't, he didn't thing. And that's why he went to jail. That's why he got like, uh, I think he done two weeks in Chelmsford for well, not Ian producing. Right. Ian Wright, he's known, that's why he went to prison before he went to Arsenal. He always talks about it. No. He done two weeks in Chelmsford, yeah. You're, 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 you're the sports correspondent I known that. Did you know for, that? for black no, UK. How did you not know this? I knew he went to prison, but not for that. Yeah, it's for producers. He wasn't producing. So he, did, he got the producer <laughs> and didn't go and produce. ブリューサーだったんですよ。ブリューサーだったんですよ。ブリューサーだったんですよ。ブリューサーだったんですよ。ブリューサーだったんですよ。ブリューサーだったんですよ。ブリューサーだったんですよ。ブリューサーだったん
<laughs> I didn't bring any for you, but I've got some, man. I'll hook you up. I'll no, next time you can. Is it? Yeah. You're too old for that stuff. No, Who cares? you're no, bad. You're no, never no, too old. That's iconic. I want a badge. Can I get a badge? Next time you can. You should have brought us all badges. Hey. Is it true that they keep they keep them in a lock safe? They used to. They That's used what to. I heard. You know, there was there was a, the years ago. There was there was actually a little problem we had. Like all of a sudden, blue Peter badges started popping off on eBay. Oh, and people were selling them for like 40 quid. It was an internal what? job. Someone was going in and robbing badges, yeah. and putting them on eBay, making so much yeah. money. Seriously. And then, yeah. so from that point onwards, they started making people like, when you got a Blue, Blue Peter badge, you had to get an ID card as well. Okay, yeah, So, yeah. So to make, if you, if you had the badge without the ID card, you didn't get into like whatever it was, like oh. Man of Two Swords or Orton oh, okay. Towers or whatever. So like, it, oh, it wait, actually so works. That, of course, it, up, up until the age of 12, if you got a blue pizza badge, you got because it was basically there for the summer holidays to take that break off parents, so they didn't have to pay for their kids. So you get special discounts at actual attractions and stuff. Whoa. That was the whole point of the blue I didn't pizza. Know Did you I know, didn't that? know that? No. no. You don't just get it for the sake of getting it. I thought it. you just got no, it because it was lit. I thought if you went on a show, you got one. Yeah, but I didn't yeah, know yeah, it, yeah. But there were, there were also benefits to it. So it's about like having stuff to do. So if you when you when you win a badge, there's like a whole list of attractions and places what? you can go for free. What? Yes. I'm just getting. I just wanted the badge. Just I, yeah, I just I wanted it on my jean jacket. I, I thought this was common knowledge. And no. you need to understand. You need to understand. As a fellow black brother, yeah, young black kids, yeah. We grew up in a time where if we went to the fun fair, we could not buy nothing. <laughs> yeah, for real though. We, we oh, had, no we candy had thick sandwiches no wrapped in tinfoil. <laughs> so a Blue Peter bag what? was the lick. We had no idea that it got you. Do you, know, do we you weren't know, allowed to go to them do places you know what, anyway. Do you know, do you know what's really weird? Yeah, so I, when I got, I got asked if I wanted to host the show, and I actually said, no. Do you know why? I never really watched it that much as a kid. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah, no, do you know what? Because I, I, I grew up in Birmingham. Like, none of my mates were watching Blue Peter. Mm. It was all like Biker Grove. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you yeah, know, yeah. like, the actual... Nah, man. Were you a Blue Peter kid? Man, I watched Blue Peter. Were you a Blue Peter kid? Like, I'll be real. I watched all of them. I thought it was like, cheesy. All, like, I thought it was cheesy, but, like, it was... I remember, like, the first time I saw Rihanna was on Blue Peter. Rihanna? Yeah, but that's when I was on it. Yeah. Wait, you met Rihanna? Yeah, but I remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember, I remember Rihanna when Umbrella came out. She came that on the first performance in She came on. That was her first performance in England. Ever. Was on she, Blue came, Peter. she came on Blue Peter and did what? Umbrella, and it was, I mean, it's amazing. But she was like baffled out, man. She was like, why are there dogs and like cats running around? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. She's like, dog what, and a cat so I was like yeah. what, what kind of show is this? Yeah, I don't even know yeah. she knew where she was coming, man. Wow. She turned up, she was like, why have you got like a dog and a cat running around? I'm like, Welcome to Blue Peter. Yeah. Do you want a badge? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, but do you know what? That that show it it, it changed my life really because I was saying to you earlier, you know, like by the age of so I, I did it for five years. By the age of twenty eight, I'd seen the world. Like, mm. I'd seen about one hundred and eighteen different cities around the world. I travelled. What? Uh, because of Blue Peter? Yeah, man. And what was amazing was what for them little ten minute segments. Yes, literally. Do you know what's amazing? Every summer we'd spend six weeks in a different part of the world. Italy, South America, in Bolivia for six weeks, Italy for six weeks. Like, it was amazing. Just what? to film, to do something for like... For Turkey. Like ten minutes. Turkey. Thing. I spent I spent six weeks travelling around the whole of Turkey. Six weeks eating food all across Italy, Bolivia. Like, it was incredible. We went to, um, what did we go? Alaska. Went to Alaska for six weeks. Bro, it was amazing. 
And then the first, the first one I did, the first show I did, like the big summer expedition, we travelled across the whole of the southern states of America on a massive, like, one of them little Winnebago things. It was, it was immense. Like, the, I, tell you, I swear to God, right, the opportunities... I'm hating. The the op- it sounds like... So, sounds do they still have Blue Live? They, they do, actually. It's on the CBBC channel. Um, a, a girl called Lindsay still presents it, actually. Mad. It's, it's definitely on a very much smaller scale. You remember when I was on it? It was on BBC yeah, One. Yeah, it was BBC yeah. One. That's yeah, when yeah, we yeah, had people. That, that is when... It's about five o'clock. Yeah, five yeah. o'clock. Yeah. That is Before when... Before Neighbours. Five o'clock till five thirty-five. That was when I got home. And that's when there was big money on Blue Peter. Like, you know, because that show was basically... It felt, to me, like it was funded like a... A factual entertainment show like the budget was actually quite yeah. decent. Bear in mind, you had, at one time you had like five presenters hosting it, yeah. and then you had all the dogs and whatnot. Man. But seriously, man, it was it was an experience and a half. I met so many people. Like we talk about Rihanna, met the Queen, man. Like 50th anniversary. Here's me, the first black male Blue Peter presenter, introduced in Buckingham Palace, introducing like all the presenters, past and present, to the Queen. I had a little briefing with the Queen. Mm. She was like, "Hello, you." I was like, "Right, man, how you doing?" <laughs> you, you know. And then she was like, she knew my name mm. and that is me like young kid who grew up in Nigeria moved to Birmingham when I was eight in Buckingham Palace like this is madness this is absolute madness and yeah like the experiences I mean I, I, could, I could sit here all day and tell you about the experiences but it was it was a massive whirlwind and um, I'm, I'm glad man I was so lucky to get that job mad. that is mad you made Blue Peter just seem even little. Yeah. Because oh, I no. thought it was good. When I was a kid, I'm I feel like I want to go back and watch them. I, I want to go back. I want to go back to when it was on BBC One. I feel like it wouldn't be the same. Though. Yeah, 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 it's, it's a different like beast, though. It, it is a different same. beast. Do you know what? I, you know, it sounds mad, like, because I didn't watch so much Blue Peter growing up. What I was worried about, and it's one of the reasons why I sort of wasn't sure whether I wanted a job, is that I didn't, I, I didn't know or feel that it was speaking to, like, the black population mm. of Britain I thought it was like really middle England sort of like home counties that kind of spot because mm. uh, even even if when I looked at a lot of the letters we were getting in some of those names were not like they were really the nice names is, like the T thing is, let's, let's and all be, that kind of stuff which is cool but I was always worried that we never because it, it didn't really resonate with me other than the silliness listen, we were talking listen, about or like the listen, and stuff listen it didn't but we didn't have any choice there. Yes, true, 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 true. <laughs> this is the thing. The point, that, like, the point that people miss about non-black content, like mm. mainstream white content, is that black people have no choice yeah, most yeah, of the time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So for they sure. just watch it. Yeah. And so really and truly, it's not because we wouldn't watch a black Blue Peter or Blue Peter that spoke to black people. Mm. We have no choice. Mm. So we just rocked with it. And also, like you said, at that time, there wasn't Netflix. There wasn't that much mm. competition. Mm. And it was like, at them, I remember said my, that much. There was like four other channels. No, there was, there was, there was, that box. was, that, that was, was cable. No, my was, time there was all uh, box. No, mm. my time there was, there was cable then. I had cable. MTV base was on. No, 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 there was MTV base. No, but. Base came later though. Base, base came, came later, later, but there yeah. were channels. There was trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like, there were things on. But like, ultimate, the point I'm trying to make is, it was very limited choices. So actually, there weren't like a million children's channels. So, Pardon me. Ooh. Mm. Is that, did I smell that? Oh. Did I smell that? What mm. did you just do? What did you do? What did you just do? I just burped on camera! Mm. What did you eat today? And it smells nasty! What did you eat today? Mm. It smells grim! You're mm. gonna invite me on the show and like <laughs> burping in my face. It smells grim! <laughs> <Funny>. <laughs> Some respect. Disgusting. I'm so sorry. I'm so badge. sorry, everyone. He's not getting a badge. I'm sorry. I want a blue Peter badge. <laughs> but ultimately, back then there was no choice. Like mm. I, there's a lot of like, you know, 
mainstream content gets watched by everyone even when it does only right. speaks to middle England because mm. not everyone has a choice mm. even still to mm. be honest do you know what changed it for me though and for, for many years I, I wasn't quite sure whether like I was reaching out and stuff and I was um, I mean since I've left and even while I was on the programme like people were coming up to me like black kids white kids from all over the joint and there was a kid recently I met in, in, in a gallery, a Nigerian kid, and he was just like, do you know what, it's because of you that I'm working in this gallery. Because mm. he was like, you know, I grew up in a Nigerian family, household, traditional, all that kind of stuff. Parents wanted to be a doctor, whatever. But I saw you on TV, and I knew I could be in the creative industry. Mm. So, like, I'm here in this art gallery doing my thing. And it made me want to cry, because I was like, yo, that's pretty much, that's Whoa. seriously why I did it. Because yeah, yeah, I, I looked at it, and I was like, do you know what, they'd never had a black man host a show mm in 50 years by the time I'd got on it. Diane Louise Jordan was the only black host that I'd known it, that, mm. that had been on it. And I thought, actually, when do you ever see like a black guy jumping out of an aeroplane or like mm. swimming or whatever on traditional mainstream British television? Mm. And there were so many issues I had with that job in terms of like finding a voice for myself and all that kind of stuff. But I realised the visual implication of what that meant. Mm. So what a lot of people don't know is that I've got a skydiving licence. I've got a racing license. Or oh, from Blue Peter? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mad. Wait, racing what from? <coughs> Cars, BMXs. Man. Cars, bro. Bro, I... So I learned to drive on Blue Peter. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and you know you know what they do? They don't, they don't just let you drive. No, shut up. Wait. I'm, I'm, wait, you didn't have a license before you went on Blue Peter? No, mate. I'm, a, you, I'm a city kid, man. I never had a license until the age of 26. You look... So, I, so the thing is, when you get on that show, they go, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I want to learn to drive. <laughs> so they basically took me out to Sweden. We were driving on glaciers and stuff. And like, because you, wow. you've, got, you've got to make it really interesting. Then the offshoot of that was that they were like, well, how do you feel about driving in like the truck racing Grand Prix? Do you know those big thousand yeah, yeah. horsepower trucks? Yeah. They were like, do you want to do that? I was like, why not? So they got some dude to lend us his truck, like a racing team to lend us his truck. I'm there lending my driver's license. After that, I then learned to do my racing license. I'm driving like Aston Martins and stuff on at Silverstone with all like the, the, the race drivers and all that kind of stuff. And then they teach me to drive this 1,000cc truck. I'm taking part in Brands Hatch Grand Prix for truck racing. Like... Out of, I think it was like out of 20 cars, I came 13th. <laughs> like, it was amazing. But that's, like, I'm not, like, seriously, like, this is, I wasn't even like, you. I, I was even a James Bond life, man, what? seriously. I like to drive on wood green. Even if I was dead. Wow. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the interesting thing about that, that job was that it, it showed me stuff and it taught me stuff about, you know, sometimes how we limit ourselves, man. Mm. Like, I remember one of the things my mum used to say to me, because I did some mad stuff, like, you know, so when I say I got a skydiving licence, I had to do, like, a formation skydive with the RAF Falcons. So... I remember that one. You remember that? Because you know what? Your Blue Peter time, Jay, was my little sister time. Yes, So my yes, sister's yes. eight years younger than me. Yes. So I'm 32, she's 25. Yeah. So, like, that was... But so I would dip in, I'll come home, and I remember my man jumping out, of, and I was like, "Why is that black brother doing that?" <laughs> that's exactly. No, we don't do yeah. that. That's you know, exactly what my mum used to say to me. My mum would be like, "I was watching it. Don't do these things. Why do not do these things? Why are you doing? Why are they making this black brother do this?" Man. Let me tell you a story. I when I was learning to skydive, I almost died. <laughs> so, so 
That's normal. So, so <laughs> no, Lee, he's not supposed to be normal. <laughs> this is this is where pride <laughs> like comes into it. And you should. The, the moral of this story is: if you're scared, tell him you're scared. <laughs> so you know, you you watch all these previous Blue Peter presenters, past and present. Yeah, John Oak, Simon Thomas, madness. doing the madness. These dudes, <laughs> bigger than big. So they were like, "Do you want to learn to skydive?" Because I was petrified of heights. So my my thing always has been: if you're afraid of something, put yourself through it. You have to like just try. Mm. So they were like. I said, I'm scared of heights. They're like, how do you fancy being the next, you know, skydiving? Rah, rah. I'm like, yeah, man, why not? Petrified. Mm. But the challenge is, you know, the RAF Falcons are the military. Mm. What you're going to do is you're going to learn to skydive and then you're going to do like a flying V in the air like Mighty Ducks. Yeah, yeah. So you all jump out and they hold onto your legs like a flying V. So I'm like, okay. So you go through all the stuff, yeah, and it's, mm. it's scary. And then you get to the point where they're like, you've got to do 10 jumps to get your qualification. So we fly off to California. Man said 10. <laughs> you know what I mean? After the first one. Nah. No, mate. So the, the, the funny thing is that the first few, yeah, it's all tandem. So you're strapped onto another dude, yeah? So yeah. you go out, so you get the feel of it. And then for that fourth jump, mm. they're like, so um, are you ready to go yourself? So you've obviously done a lot of training. I've done a lot of training, like them wind tunnels or whatever. And you, you sort of learn the technique and all that kind of stuff. And it was scary, but nothing prepares you for what you're going to do it yourself. Mm. So the drill was, you get to the edge of the, you get to the, so you get to like, you've got your little uh, watch that shows you the height you're going up. So you, 11,000 feet is a perfect height to, to jump, right? So you see it starts, so you get to 6,000 feet, start getting your stuff ready, strap on. Are you ready, Io? Yes, let's go. Get to the edge of the plane. You look out, you're looking down, you're like, oh God, Jesus Christ, please help me. Uh, and then your man's like, all right, three, two, one, jump out. I don't remember anything. What, you passed out? I don't remember anything. So next thing I remember was just like midair, your man was like slapping my face. Like, it's like, so the, the, obviously you can't talk up there. So my instructor, who's like, he's done over 10,000 jumps in his life. When he shows that little hook sign to pull the cord, that's the pull the cord. So I pull the cord, get myself back to the ground. He comes up to me, it's like, what the fuck? What's happening here? I was like, what? He's like, what the hell happened to you? I was like, what do you mean, man? I jumped out of the plane. I pulled my cord. What are you talking about? So he uh, takes his little helmet cam off, shows me his little camcorder. I jumped out of that plane, gone. Conk. I was just in the air, conked. Oh, conked through the air. Your guy saw me when the moment you jumped out of that plane, I knew you were gone. Raced after me, caught up with me, slapping me midair. Wake oh, up, nice. wake up, wake So we land and he's like, you know, I can't pass you unless you do this. So I was like, oh dear, man, really? So I was like, okay, cool. So I did it. Jumped out of that plane and it was the most amazing feeling of my life. I cannot tell you what it's like jumping out of 11,000 feet. So you did it again? Yeah, I did. I had to, man. <laughs> so you did it again. Bro, I, <laughs> yeah, I did all 10. <laughs> so, so, the, the, the fifth, so this is the funny thing. Ace was doing half. <laughs> half a jump. <laughs> you, the first time you did it, you, you, you passed out. Yeah, I passed out. And you went back up. Why not? Okay, do you know what? You passed out again. No, that, no, forget that. But that's that's. Pass out again. But I'm not gonna pass out again. How how on earth? No, but do you know do you know why you pass out? Because that's your body telling you. I'm this not, is no. not right. <laughs> so your body saying nah. Uh, do you no. know what, bro? He passed. You passed out in midair. <laughs> Do you know what? 11,000 feet. What would you have done if your instructor weren't ready for you? Weren't ready for that? Yeah, but that's the whole point, isn't it? Like, yeah. yeah. It's their they, job. They, they know how they, to these, do is, it. these are military guys, man. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. So, you know, the whole point is so how long, that's how why how we're long doing they, it with them. Do you know how long they can fall for before they have to think, you know what, boy? He's on his own now. So, so basically, <laughs> so, yeah. so, 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 <laughs> usually, 
when you get to 6,000 feet, mm. that's when you pull your cord. Okay. Because you can go from 11,000 feet to like zero in a, like a minute or two minutes. You're, you're going full velocity. Is there a last minute that you can you, pull? Do you realise that? you're going full velocity? What's the last, what's what's the the last, last beat that you can pull it, your cord? They never gave me a last. There was like 6,000 pull the tick. <laughs> like, you know 6,000 pull the tick. You, you know when you watch people jump out, it looks like when they pull the thing, they go straight up. Yeah, well, that's because it's, it's a parachute, isn't it? Yeah, like, but you yeah, don't yeah, go up. You so, don't, no, you, but say you're right next to the ground and they pull it. <laughs> No, you no, because, you, because you haven't got that boost. Is yeah. all that air coming oh, down on you? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's so. When you when you pull out the chute, that's air rushing back into the chute. Yeah, yeah. It only takes. It, it's a visual illusion. You're not really gonna. It's like the brakes in it. Oh, okay. So, so you're just getting like, slower. You back up in it. So you're just getting slower. I thought that you're just thinking you. You know what it is. Me and you were going at the same speed. Yeah. You pull the brakes and I just slow down. You and you slow down, down and you keep going. going. The other one so keeps it looks going. like you've gone. No, you haven't gone. I've gone. I've gone. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I expected more from you, Lee. But you know what? Do you know what the one they don't tell you? There's there's like the sixth jump, and they don't even tell you what you have to do. And I was like, what's the sixth jump? We're not going to tell you. We're not going to tell you. You get up there. Man, just push me out the plane. What? Matt just pushed me out the plane. No. And he was like, the whole idea of that is if you fall, if you get out of control, you've got to find your balance again and all that kind of stuff. Can I just say though, I look back at it now. I remember watching it with my family because oh, I, I did this thing because my parents live in America. I did this thing where I don't tell my parents what I'm doing. And then Christmas, I'm like, DVD, yeah. <laughs> do you want to see this? I watched that thing back and I was in tears because I was like, who's that guy? <laughs> like, who's that guy that just jumped out of that plane? Are you kidding me? But... When you look at it and you see the mental strength that goes into those kind of things, like the training that the military guys do and all that kind of stuff, it's just commendable, man. And it, if you're doing it yourself, it just shows you just how far you can push your body, how far you can push your mind to stuff. Yeah, it must be a mind thing. It, it, it's a mind thing. That's all it is. Like, it, it's, it's a visual illusion. I've like. always wanted to do it, to be fair. Have I've you ever done a tandem? No, I've always wanted to do I've it. Wanted. What stopped you? Uh, you know what? Not having people around at the time that I wanted to do it yeah. so I've always wanted to do it for my birthday and every year it's like yeah am I going to do this I'm going to do this and people drop out and blah blah blah, blah. and it got to the point where I'm just like I'm just going to book it myself and just go and do it on my own so for my next birthday <laughs> let's go it's not cheap though man I think it's like Damon for the, for the purpose of clarity I never want to come to this <laughs> birthday party it's not I've it's been I think you should do it for your next birthday I've been I'm sitting here visualising this thing, and it's just made Ace, me coming. It's giving me a headache. <laughs> Ace is not feeling it. Why not? I'll watch it. I'll watch. But, but I ain't. I'm not coming. Why not? Me, I'm never jumping out of a plane unless no. I'm what not. if you were like strapped to like nah. an actual? I mean, no one's gonna let you jump out by yourself. Nah. Tandem thing. Nah. But you know as well, like the tandem <laughs> thing. Nah. This is this is it's actually their job. If anything goes wrong, you are not allowed to know, take but the impact. Also, I feel they like, have to. T- that's what they, that's what they sign up for. I also feel like. I'm unlucky enough to be that one person. <laughs> Have you seen the one with the old woman? The old woman jumped out on a tandem and she nearly slipped out of the parachute. Oh my god! What? Hot. There's been a couple cases, but I, I haven't heard of anyone dying. She slipped out of the parachute. Yeah. So she. So imagine, imagine getting a wedgie. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're. She's hanging out. Oh my. Yeah, it's mad. Oh, no. it's mad. Oh, they allow it. I, this is, I don't know why. I don't know why this is giving me such a headache. <laughs> Just thinking, visualizing these this, things this is making me stress. This reminds me of a program I watched. I watched this program one time and they were doing bungee jumps, mm. but they were jumping backwards. So they're jumping backwards off this cliff. Mm. But what they were doing, the prank was, as they jump back, say, No, you're not tied. Yeah. 
I'm watching it I'm filming the reactions I'm watching them absolutely freak out imagine that so you've got the courage just to do it yeah. you jump back and they tell you no no you're not tired you should have seen this person this guy was like this grabbing onto nothing he was hot thin air like he's like that you could see he went red I'm surprised he didn't I would have died in the air imagine how you feel because you don't even know all the see, way I'd, down I'd never I'd, I'd never do a bungee jump I've always said I'd never do a bungee jump wow because you're not coming with me so if you don't tie that properly that's, you don't that's care you really yeah, yeah. you see the parachute man you're coming with me cuz so you need <laughs> to make sure that is true yeah so I never do that you know what but, they got me to do first first thing was bungee jumping out of a helicopter mm. bungee jump yeah that was the first thing heavy. I ever did Mm-mm. was bungee jump out of a helicopter for Blue Peter and like from that day onwards I'm just like do you know what's mad though you just have to do it yes go for it you I just have that. to do it I get it, that. it kills a lot of stuff you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just have that. to do it you know I get that I get that um, right so you're um, obviously in, in in the news recently. Yeah, uh, we had the footballer who was getting booed by his own fans. Oh, Jacker took off his shirt. Yeah, he didn't dash it down, so it wasn't a full disrespect. Mm. But obviously, being in the barbershop and speaking to a lot of people, a lot of people are saying, "Well, you know, he's getting paid X amount of money a week." Bloody, bloody, blah. Do you think that getting paid a certain amount of money? you should accept everything get, that gets thrown to you or do you think that there's a line that people can cross irrespective of how much money is compensating for it's, that it's tricky because then we can flip that on, also onto saying should a, a footballer be racially abused just because he's on mm. you know how much millions or whatever like, no it's, not it's, no, it's unacceptable no not should they be but should they be able to control themselves it, look I, th- I think what we should also remember is these guys are human beings, man. Mm. Like, real talk. These guys are human beings. Like, the, the Zaka situation, or maybe other people's situation, you know, the way we've played it out, the way I've, I've come to understand it, is that that frustration was all based fairly on a, a group of fans, but also on stuff that was said to him online about his family, yeah. his daughter, and all that kind of stuff. And the reality is, people will reach boiling point. Mm. Now, the bigger debate with the whole Xhaka thing is should he be captain of Arsenal blah 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 and I think that and his performances are kind of getting lumped into that whole thing yeah. that whole discussion his performances are one thing should he be captain is another thing should he be violently like booed by fans should he be violently like cursed on by fans online and all that kind of stuff I think that's unacceptable I don't care how much money you're on you, you will reach boiling point as a human being yeah. I, it, it's like us man like if someone continuously was giving you crap mm. there's only so much you can actually take it just so happens that that's in front of like millions of people so but then you know the grand scheme of things mm. I, I'm just devil's advocate yeah go for it he's getting crap for 90 minutes mm. 100 minutes 110 minutes out of your week of training and mm. you know living a very 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 privileged life that footballers live because of the <clears> amount <throat> of money that they're getting you know so some people are like you should be able to deal with it you should be able to deal with so it so it's part of the pressure of the job Damon you make loads of money I don't yeah. make loads of money. Like you make you enough make money. Don't so imagine you get abused <laughs> so you should every be able every one of your day clients abuses you, you. Yeah, but, but bro, you're here for, you're here for a few hours a day. You should yeah, be able but, to take Yeah, but well, this is the thing. If I don't work, I don't get paid. If I was getting paid by DNLs 
and the money that I was getting paid by DNLs was what we talking 50, 100, 200 times the national average, 300 times the national average. Do you, do you know what I mean? If I'm coming in and I'm coming into work and so you, you know, hundred grand a year between. No, bro. These guys are getting over hundred grand a week. I know, but so you're getting. So no, hundred grand a year. No, we, we need to. We need to. If we're talking about a hundred grand a week, I don't know. So this is you my. Know what? It's not their fault, yeah. That yeah. their sport generates a lot of money. I didn't say Gareth Bale did paid. not command eighty yeah. million to go to the, the market. Did that? Absolutely. The, the footballers didn't say, "Oh, you know what? I want football to be so popular that you know most of the broadcasting money spent." But their in agents, England but, is but between on them and their football. agents, they do negotiate. No, but they didn't drive the prices up for the TV rights. You're absolutely. The industry correct. did. The demand did. You're absolutely did. correct. And so because of that, when people talk about how much footballers get paid in relation to whatever, so what do you want them to do? Get paid nothing for Man United to be worth a billion and for their players to be paid mm-hmm. like Bro. what? Honestly, now we're now we're going into a different <laughs> no, 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 now we're going into a different it. realm. It's because my, because my, I've always said it should be on a pay as you play basis. Because there's people that have been sitting on the bench at Arsenal for the whole season what, getting, getting three fifty a week. Mm-hmm. So, Sanchez so, was doing the same thing by United. Right. So, mm-hmm. so, so we're so we're we're delving into a different argument. All no, I'm no, trying but to it's say part is, of the argument. Getting paid a certain amount amount of money doesn't warrant you being abused by fans because you're getting paid that amount but of money. But it's compensation. I'm not saying it warrants it, but... To be fair, to be but fair... But it's compensation. Coming though. from my situation now, yeah, if I'm getting paid that type of guap, there's a lot I'm going to put up with, lad. There's going to be a lot. There's going to be a lot. You won't be able to get under my skin. I'm grateful for you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Coming from where I'm coming from, a hundred and a week. Blood, I can't tell you what I'll part with a lot, blood. You know, That's real talk. This, this, this is what I, people need to understand, in my opinion, anyway. Like, I just kind of think, like, it's a, it's a job. Like, being a footballer is it, that's their livelihood. Mm. So, the, as you're saying, the, the money is one thing, but that's generated by the market mm. of the job in the industry. Mm. So, it's it's like any other place. If you know your man is getting two fifty mm-hmm. and you're getting fifty, you're like, yo, mm-hmm. can I get a raise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it just so happens that raise is about fifty to a hundred grand. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that's that that's the market you're playing yeah, with. Yeah. The reality is like don't let money take away from the fact that human beings are also on that field. Mm. You know, people will wake up one day and feel bad that they want to do their job. Mm. I don't come to work every day punching the air thinking, oh I'm really grateful. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah. You know? But mm. if they miss kick that ball, mm. you're like 50,000 fans, you're getting paid. You should be able to take that ball. What if he's having his troubles with the misses? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... What see, if, you know... What, nah, what but... If, okay, but you, know, you see the argument. What if the kid's ill? You, what see, if, that, you see the argument then? Right, okay. So let's let's move that into a different arena. Mm-hmm. So let's move that into the arena of policing. Right. Fam, I don't care about you've had an argument with your missus, you know? Mm-hmm. See, when you stop me, treat me with the same respect that you're treating everybody else, all the other people that you've been treated that, that mm. you dealt with yesterday and the day before mm. you've had an argument with your missus that's your business don't I can't bring my troubles from home into this barbershop I know what you're I saying I can't what, you understand what, do you know what's I mad what you're saying. do you know what's mad you do everyone does <laughs> everyone does because what how Sometimes it's you just your you mood you your tone you you're like you know like it doesn't even have to be you don't have to say it it affects, you know what it is? it's in but your you mind my job. you see my job my job is to give you a skin fading shape at your beard to the best of my ability mm. yourself 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 mm. if ever you man walk out of here like nah D you shagged me while going at home 
then cool. You might turn around and say, fam, you, well, you weren't really talking that much today, but bruv, did you get the product that you paid for? You understand? <laughs> to be fair, do people ever query what you do? What do you mean? Like, do you get on a day to day? You must, you must get maybe once in a blue moon. Someone says, "Oh, bro, I don't really not like really what sure you." About that yeah, I don't like what no, are you doing. Not, not now, not now. I don't show no one the mirror, so I get away with a lot of barbershop tricks, love barbershop yeah. tricks. <laughs> I would see now. If someone ever shows you the mirror, like, like, one side, absolutely the other side. Like, what do you think? What do you think? Yeah, good. Yeah. Five pounds. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying that the money that he's getting should be 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 enough or should be compensation for him to be able to deal with whatever abuse he's receiving because you're right at the end of the day everyone's human um you know ev- and everyone's got that biting point you know look at Zidane mm. in the World Cup the headbutt you know exactly. man's talking about his wife or his mum or whatever and that was it for him um, and, and I mean by all looks of things pretty much most of his career it was a very composed I mean, remember Eric Cantona yeah, yeah. of course everyone remembers you Eric remember Eric Cantona yeah was, man, he flag what was that fan saying what was the, the fan, fan saying he said I'm not that guy <laughs> <laughs> he said that man over there yeah me nah it, it, every, but also, can you imagine him doing that now Nah, you'll you, you, you never, you, you you never get away with it. You're going to jail. You never get away with it. You're going to jail. He did get a band, though, did he not? Yeah, 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 he was banned for ages. Oh, was it? Was it that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember he got a band. But like a lifelong band, you just can't, especially with the way the Premier League is. Now he'd be banned for life. It's like, it's such, it's a much more financially viable, like, much more financially. Um, expensive industry now than it was when Eric. So man's gotta done that in this day and age. Are we not turning around and saying, "Bro, you should be able to compose yourself"? They will say that, yeah, but yeah, then yeah. they'll be like, "Well, I felt like he said this." Da, 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 da. And it then, depends on your own personal um, morals and what you mm-hmm. understand for. Like, like you're saying. But to me, the reason why I say, "Yeah, he should get abused for his performance," is because I put out with a lot in the cab mm-hmm. yeah, for peanuts. Well, last week, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I put out with a lot. Do you get what I'm saying? So. If I can do it, hold on, wait. But you proved on the live show, yeah, go on, yeah, that you don't know half of the shit that you're supposed to know. No, no, no. But I'm saying, no, <laughs> it, 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 no. But in reality, of like, for like, to be honest with you, my when I when I pick up someone in the cab, mm. I want them to get to their destination. Yeah, mm. you have to really push. You either you get violent or you really have mm. to. It take it will take a lot for me to you know get out. Do you get what I'm saying? You really have to. Yeah. yeah. Do you got other than that. Um, after a while I could just entertain it's entertaining what's the worst fact, thing that's ever happened to you in a cab I had a guy one time stop me and he just basically racially, racially abused me to a point where I thought I was getting filmed what? Like, this guy is that the one when serious. he was running around the, the, yeah, the yeah, yeah 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 so basically he stopped me no wait he, he, did not, he, told, he told the girl he was with a, a female and he said we're not going to pay this black guy so I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so I was like, yes, you are. Really? Foot was on the brake. <laughs> when the foot's on the brake, the doors the are doors locked. The doors locked. Then he pretended, where well, he was acting as if he was going to go piss in the cab. Uh-huh. So automatically, I took my foot off because I'm like, you're not going to piss in my mm-hmm. cab. We're going to have to take this outside a little bit. Which now I've already crossed the, it's crossed the line because I shouldn't have come out of the, yeah, I shouldn't have come out of the cabin. But the abuse that I was getting, I couldn't believe it. Like, mm. you're, you don't like being here. Why are you here? You're wasting your time. This and that. To a point, I'm like, it just, like, you can't believe someone would actually say that mm. today. Like, I've never, 
ever experienced, even watched it, even seen it online like that. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. To, when, it's, when it's coming at you, you're like, this can't be. And the girl was defending him, but she was embarrassed, but she was still defending him. Yeah. She was like, oh, no, he doesn't think like that, trust me. But she was laughing at some of the things he was saying. And he was spitting on the floor and saying, look, that's what you're worth, and rare, rare. And I was thinking, wow. Yeah. Like, do you get what Don't I'm saying? remember that. He was in South. We was like, but you should have called us. I entertained it, because at the end of the day, I still want to get paid. Because I'm not going to let you, you're not going to, like, some you people, pay? yeah, but basically, I had to call the police. And that was another. But how, how, so were you out the car at that point? So I'm out the car, but my thing is, so I've got the police on in the, the headset, okay. and I'm saying I'm explaining to him what's going on, but I'm antagonising him off hmm. off phones, so just to keep him there. <laughs> I know I shouldn't be saying this. He's already crossed the line, yeah. so I'm thinking yeah. you're not going to get away yeah. free. Yeah. Like fuck that. I don't care. Mm. You can abuse me. You're not going to get away with this fair. No way. Do you mm. get what I'm saying? So I had to hold him up to a, a point till the police came. And obviously, when the police come, it's oh, what are you talking about? I was ne- I never I would never say <laughs> I would never say something like that. Okay, but uh, whatever. He's lucky my phone don't record because I would have recorded it. Why doesn't your phone record? You said this because I. You know what? I'm just lazy. I ain't had time to go and sort out my phone. So the audio's gone from Ibiza when we went. I dropped it. Okay, listen. This wasn't 2019. This it's was 2018. Yeah, I'm just being lazy. <laughs> to be fair, I'm being lazy, and I don't with phones. I just don't want to get bumped. That's a different story. But like I said. The bottom line, what I'm saying is, I'll put up with quite a lot when it, if it comes to money. And I feel like... But some people could just say, you know what? I'm, I'm, so you, you think as a footballer, you're, you're racially abused on the field, you'd be able to deal with that? Yeah, I think I could. Because you're, you're on 100 yeah, grand a week. Yeah, because especially, live, especially coming, like, especially being at my age now, at 34... I could say yeah, but that's 34 you'd be winding now man yeah you I mean you're Your ready to go to America man. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying you're going China China, no, <laughs> no, China for do, do you know what I think I've always been quite thick skinned things don't like that don't cut deep with me hmm. do you get what I'm saying I can actually separate and say you know what you're just being an idiot and I find it quite entertaining if it's towards me if it's towards someone else you can't so me I, if, with that on that type of level you can't get you can't get to me imagine if every time you drove a cab you had that situation with that guy you're trying I, to tell me I, that would not get to you? I'll get used to it. Nah, nah. I'll get used to it. Everyone's, everyone's just I'll being shabby. Nah, I'll get used yeah, to it. Yeah, you, you can't be that tough. Well, maybe you are. I don't know, man. But I, I think I'd really struggle. It, I think what it would make me do, it would make me as a person be a bit more standoffish. Do you get what I'm saying? Towards a lot of other people as well. So it might affect me coming to see you guys because I just have my back up all the time. I'll just be just that staunch brother all the time. Like, what's wrong with this view? Every time I'm going to work, I'm getting abused. That's what's wrong. No, with it was, me. As, yeah, <laughs> you no, know what I'm saying. It was, it was, it was, it was you because being abused by one individual is different to six. Bro, when he goes yard, bro, when he goes home, bro, you've got the whole stadium. Bro, when he gets out there, gets in that Lamborghini, gets in that Lamborghini, <laughs> goes to Zuma for a snack, drives up into the mountains. Big mansion swimming pool, jacuzzi. Yeah, but are you, your are wife you, is beautiful. So what? Are you, are you are you equating happiness to material possessions? Yeah, a little bit. At least you're honest. At least you're honest. At least you're honest. I know what you're after, bro. I know what you're after. I just want a nice life, bro. I'm not trying to have that. Keep it real, life in the hood. Yeah. No, I want that. I want that life in the hills. And if I'm part with that, so be it. So be it. So so so, sixty thousand people. Booming. You don't mind. And I'm not. You know how mad it is, like football, how loud it is, how it like, is so yeah, loud, how intimidating. Do you know what you do? I went to I went to Real Madrid, yeah, and they've got the ultras, you know, like the, yeah, the, the yeah, like yeah, proper yeah, like yeah. they made noise for the whole of the night. You couldn't even hear an else in the stadium. Mm. 
Like, and that's like a hundred and something thousand yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, it's an old, an old so, stadium with the so, Berber, isn't it? So what, what would have happened, say, for example, if he started dancing to it? And started raising the crowd and started dancing to it and entertaining like that. What would have happened then? There's a couple of men that have done it. Because so. I think if when you do that, that can flip it on its, its head as well, you know? There's a thinking, couple, yeah. Because when they're cheering you and doing that and you're just, yeah, yeah. Man Dustin Malala, Man Dustin was it Danny Alves? Yeah. And he went and picked it up and, and, ate, it. and, and ate it. I don't think he should have personally, but. Why? But the man could have poisoned it. He just turned it on his head, didn't it? He turned that. He, he turned the thing he, on his head. He has, and the irony is that a banana is probably one of the best things to eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is true. You know what I'm saying? He's got to look. Okay, look at look at Caballatelli when did he this this weekend actually? But yeah, yeah, when yeah, he yeah, yeah. The ball into and he the... kicked the ball, and you, so I don't know who it was, but someone was filming it. One of the fans was filming it. The moment he kicked the ball, they're like, yeah, yeah but giving him even more because it's like they're there to antagonise. The mm. fact that you gave a rea- you gave a reaction. Mm. Made them feel better about themselves because they finally got to him. I'm mm. like, it's it's hard though because I don't know, do, man. Do, like, do, I, 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 I personally like I, I do a high pressure job, and I I know that you're on the brink of not insanity, but like you're kind of you're you're focused, so focused, mm. and you want to do the best job possible. Yeah, yeah. You know the stakes are high. If I mess up on air, mm. I'm screwed. If someone then, whilst I'm trying to do the best job of my life, yeah. because I'm already thinking all this stuff, is there telling me how bad I am, mm. I don't know how much I could take of that. You- and that's just one or two per- people in the studio. If that's 30,000 people going, you're crap, you're crap, you're crap, you can't do your job, you can't do your job, you yeah. can't do your job. Bro, that's hard to yeah, take. That is, that, is a, that is a hard, hard pill to swallow. But it, like, I don't know if this- but I guess that's what they're paid for, I guess, but- If, if this was, let me, let me ask you, this? let me see, let me show you something, yeah? So from young, I grew up in a, a place where we used to rip each other. When I say rip, for the camera. So it's gunning, so we're cussing each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Imagine what, this, so he's what? like, from young, I grew up in a place where, where yeah. we had to rip each other. When I say rip, that means gunning. Yeah, cause like, I it's still describing slang with slang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did think that. I just nodded. Cussing, yeah. cussing, nodded. I just cussing. nodded. I don't know how you want to interpret. I, I you think not, they know what you're talking about. Do you know what it is? I learned, I learned a few tricks in this. Yeah. So first and foremost, it made me thick skin because there were certain men that were good. But a trick I learned was gun yourself. If you're ever getting ripped, yeah, yeah, and you and and you're holding it, you're holding it. The best thing you can do is laugh at the person that's ripping you. Like you're enjoying being ripped. Mm. Now, if you if you don't, it's even worse, and it's gonna build, and it's gonna get you, it's gonna get you, it's gonna get you to a point. But so what I learned is, say for example, our older, like Damon back in the day, <laughs> was ripping me, and I couldn't keep up. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> now I can't go on because I feel like he's taking energy from me because he's enjoying it with me. Not you. You did a sarcastic, sarcastic laugh, but what I would do is I would actually laugh like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, my tea, ah, oh, yeah. yeah. I would go with it, Lee. And that's fine. Sure, I want everybody to go back and watch the first cut at the chat with Spoonie. You do that when he's getting you. Yeah. Because he was getting you. Yeah. But I did get him back, but you didn't back it. You just exposed your <laughs> weakness, fam. No, not really, because I'm always going to do it. That but, cut the chat with Spoonie, boy. Them lot were just ripping into each other. But actually, I actually back. didn't get the ratings until afterwards. Because you lot said I got ripped. And then you watched it back and said, actually, Lee held his corner. Cause you aren't friends. No, you're not my friends. You're my friend. We edit this. You're my friend. No, no, Lee, Lee, Lee. We edit. I was in the edit. We it took ages to edit it to make it look balanced. <laughs> you're taking a piss. No, no, he ripped you. Send me. You're taking a piss. I didn't even know a man. Could, I want them. I, I want. I, I want the even, rough. I didn't even know Spoonie could diss like that. Spoonie, you and Spoonie were going. You nah, were yeah, you can't. You can't finish. I didn't even know Spoonie had like. If he wants a rematch. 
No, no, we need to get him back. He's got his garage classics. I was gonna say garage classics. We were about Hall. No, no, I'm gonna bring him back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna him. Andy, just yeah. Sticking on football, yeah. it's, it's been in the media quite a lot. You spoke about it just now with, yeah. with Balotelli. Um, John Barnes has been, you know, yes, been, been at the forefront of, of racial talks mm-hmm. within football. What do you think can be done? Uh, will racism ever leave football? How do you think it should be tackled? I mean, it's, it's, it's a massive question and it's not something that comes with an, an instant solution. Mm. Like, the Premier League's doing a lot in terms of advertising on that kind of stuff and banners and changing logos and the kick it out stuff. But I think the, one of the few things I do sort of agree with John Barnes on is that it's a cultural shift that needs to happen. Mm. Um, we've got, I mean, education doesn't ever talk about the atrocities of the British Empire, for instance. So you've got a population of people that don't really understand full history before they're even mouthing off. And I think you have to go even that far back. So, yes, banning people from stadiums might get rid of them, but does does it actually get rid of racism within our societies? That's the thing. Um, So it's it's a... there is no easy solution, and this is not me even just copying out because I've mm. thought about this for so long. I've travelled the world, man. I've been dealt with so many different things. And when you look at it, you know, you go to South America, like people look at you like scum, you know, in certain places. Like I, I was in Argentina, my man's like, you are not going to the Boca, <laughs> you're not going to that derby because you will get ripped, you know? Really? Like, yeah. yeah. He was like, you know, I, I can't guarantee that you might be safe. So, you know, and I wanted to go. I wanted to go did, see Boca Juniors. Did the team back you though? Huh? Did the squad back you that you're with? Yeah, yeah, no, no, we didn't go. We didn't oh, go. Didn't we didn't go. Because of you, did they were like, you know yeah. what, we're going to hold it down. Nah, yeah. you know, do you know, I didn't Argentina, want to go. I didn't want to go. I, I didn't heard, want to go. I heard, yeah, they had eugenics where they killed off all their black population. Yeah. I, I don't know that for a fact, but. I heard, I heard, nah, I'm not verified. I don't myself, know that for a fact. But like, I heard, like. Coming you know, over today. Argentina, they, they like. They, they basically killed off like the majority of the black population what? to make it like we'll find that that's factual yeah, let's, I'll let's, check let's that get out some facts I'll, that. no no I'll check that but out back, back onto that question it, you, you know we've, we've got so many seismic shifts that need to happen you know like you've got people like Afua Hirsch out there who is doing some incredible stuff man like you know such a an incredible intellectual a black woman who really wants to talk about you know the atrocities and the positives of the British Empire mm. and even with that rhetoric certain people are like no 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 can we just keep the bad stuff out of it and concentrate mm. on the positives the reality is for for society to move on you need to fully understand things on two points of view you know and actually the biggest thing is discussion like you need to be able to discuss racism in schools in a very open and you know direct debate you know we always try and hide behind this kind of like no no let's not go there let's not go there the reality is nothing will ever change unless you actually have that really dark discourse about the real stuff that's affecting us that really dark discourse about what slavery meant for a lot of people that really dark discourse about the buildings around us where that money came from and how it was built and how privileged a certain part of society is and how unprivileged a certain part of society is as well and you know until we start having those real discourses we can't really understand what it means to be British people you know in this country Mm. Um, and that's my worry is that we, there is so, so much money going into schemes and all that kind of stuff and it's, 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 it's a little bit like politics you know if you have someone who's ruled for five years someone else comes in they end up peppering the cracks but what's happening underneath is still growing you know that, that unrest is still growing so what you do is because people are there for short terms you kind of cover it up a little bit mm. but 
you haven't really dealt with the real issue at hand. And, and that's my thing. You need to, and it's a long-term process. So if you look at, you know, knife crime, for instance, in Scotland, like they curb knife crime in 15 years or whatever because they realised that instant solution of arresting and whatnot was just not working. So they went back to the root of it. They looked at the cause of it in terms of mental health, in terms of masculinity, in terms of all those things that are, Domestic violence, for instance, yeah. you know, they were realizing there was a lot of crime happening within the household. So, so alcohol was a massive issue as well. So let's deal with the alcohol. Mm. Let's deal with mental health. Let's deal with all that. Because once you deal with all that, then the product of that, it's going to take a bit of time, is that you're going to have on the surface level, you start seeing that cure start. So that's the way I feel about the racism thing. Like we have to deal with the ground level stuff, the day to day stuff that exists within our society that we still haven't fully addressed for the actual bigger stuff that we're talking about where everyone, because, you know, I don't fundamentally believe everyone's racist. I don't. But there are things in our society that people don't actually still realise their privileges and why they exist here. And it's about directly talking about privilege Mm. in that that very safe space. And that issue is where a lot of people aren't ready to go. And we have, unfortunately, we have to go to the dark stuff to come into the good and that's the way I feel about it personally have we watched American Son no wow what is that what's American Son it's a it's a American Son is a is a film on Netflix Mm -hmm. that I think everyone should watch yeah it's basically Kerry Washington um, is a mum whose son has gone missing and it all plays out in a room in a police station and she's waiting for police to give her information about the whereabouts of her son or to go and look for him and obviously the story progresses he's come in contact with the police and so on and so forth but it's the script is incredible Mm. it's like a theatre play really because it's in one room and there's four characters and it's 90 minutes but it's a film do you know what I mean so it's literally imagine this one room is it going to make me dislike a certain demographic of people (laughs) is it going to make you do you know what do you know what (laughs) Do you know what? Uh, no, it deals in racism. But I, I think the way it's... No, Damon, the way it's done it is so nuanced. I suppose, like, the reason I brought it up is that it talks about... it. It's the first thing I've seen that portrays that racism that you can't put your finger on. Mm. You know that? You know, I might <laughs> give... <laughs> No, I might give it. I might like. He won't even comment. He just woke up. No, no, no. no. Literally, <laughs> literally. Let, let me just give you. No, let me just like give a little sample. Like this might be a spoiler or not. No, no, no. What's it called? That's homework for next week. American Sun. No, but you might as well go on. American Sun. No, don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. No, no, but, no, but we we're talking about it. We might as well go there. Otherwise, no. There's a little bit in it. Like I won't spoil it. I promise. I won't spoil it. There's a little bit in it. Yeah, the woman is asking like the guy basically she's asking him for bare information oh do you know about like do you have any information about my son he's like no 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 for about 20 something minutes of the film yeah Mm. then this white brother comes in yeah she's like he's six foot three he's black he's this Um, does he have a nickname does he have an aka no, like a street name Mm. and she's like no he doesn't have one like she's posh like she's like a middle class black woman mm. she's like you know well spoken blah 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 but anyway he's just dismissing her dismissing her this white guy walks in yeah and he's like yeah oh so thank 
God, you're here. Um, so this kid's been stopped and blah, blah, blah. It gives this white guy bare information. Mm. And the white guy's like, wait, 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 wait. It's giving this black, black, white guy so much information, yeah? And then the white guy, and he's like, oh, and there's this black woman here. She's such a bitch. Mm. She's just been yapping off. She's been so rude and confrontational, blah, blah. And then a woman walks in and the guy's like, how you doing? It's her husband. No way. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. But mm. imagine this. The woman has stood there for 20 minutes. I'm asking you for information about our son mm. for about 20-something minutes. A white man's walked in. You've assumed the white man is a police officer mm. that works at your same police station and you've given him bare information without even asking who the white man is. The film works are like, you know, it's so clever yeah, yeah, yeah. on that level in that it's so clever. Like I said, you know, like that, the thing is, it's the only thing that I've seen. I've seen a lot of films that have portrayed the real rate, like, mm. yeah, 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 yeah. N word, mm. like Blackie and all of that. I've seen films, mm. but that film, the racism, the way it portrays racism, you can't even put a finger on it. You mm. know that racism you can't report. It's, 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 you know that one you can't even report. Mm. You know, you know the right, one you're right. where you're like you're dismissed in life because you're mm. black. It's un, it's the unconscious bias. Yeah, now I check it though. You see me yeah, today. Some guy knocked. Bias. I was thinking about this film today, and the, some guy. I'm, I'm parked in my car. I'm ready to take off. Some guys knocked on my window, and I'm like, oh, I'm thinking, oh, do I have my light on? Like, mm. you know. Like, Literally, so sometimes my missus drives to the station and leaves the car for me when I need it because she, she wants to get an early, she drives. Anyway, so I'll go, I drop off my kids to school. I go to my car because I'm driving today. The guy's knocked to my window and I'm like, oh, what's going on? I'm typing some emails quickly before my drive. And he's gone, um, could, you, could you turn off your engine? You're polluting the area. <laughs> I've had that before as well, though. I said to him, I said to him, I looked at him, I said... Who are you? <laughs> he said to me, "Could you, you know, I live here. I live on this street. Could you turn off your? Could you turn off your engine? Like your pollute?" I said, "I'm cold, <laughs> and I'm sending some emails." But who are you? Like, why are you talking to me? Mm-hmm. And he's like, "No, I'm like, no, no, actually." And he rolled off. I'm like, no, no, come back, come back, come back, come back. Like, come back. Yeah, I came out of the car. I was like, come back, come back, come back, come back. How dare you? Yeah, come and knock on the window of my car to tell me to turn off my car. It's my property. I'm not telling you how to enjoy your property, your bike. <laughs> my car is my property. And if you're worried about pollution, if the government were to, uh, your government are actually like your government minister, are you like, you know, implementing new government policy that I do not know about? Because I've been parked up for about two minutes. I've had my car on. And the guy's like, oh, no, no, no. I'm like, no, but honestly, like if there was a law to say that I couldn't turn on my car and be stationary for about two or three minutes, then fantastic. I'll turn off my car. However, I'm enjoying my property. I've paid money for this car. I'm enjoying it. And you are disturbing my enjoyment of my property. Me, I think the man was right. <laughs> I think you should have bought an electric car then. 
I I ripped into him. No, I'll be honest. I'll be honest, there. I'll be honest. Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. Real talk. Do you think him. he did that to you because you were black? I, he did that to me because I was black. Because after I talk. said to him, you know what? You're being ignorant. You're racist. You looked at me. You saw who I was. You saw my car, and you assumed that I wouldn't come up to you and talk to you like this. Like you assumed that I wasn't intelligent enough to engage with you in a conversation about my right to enjoy my mm. property. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Man just side-eyed me. You see, man just side-eyed me. Man just side-eyed me. <laughs> That's that look I used to get off my dad. You know, like, oh. you listen to what I'm telling you. Literally. I said to him, no, I said to him, you're rude, you're patronising, and you're, you know what, I'm afraid to say it, but you're racist. Because... You wouldn't have stopped anyone else. There's no. other people on this road with their car. They're about to take off. Do I have to turn off my car and take off straight away? Was I there for half an hour? No. Was I there, there for an hour? there are other people as well. No. Think like that. Was I there for an hour? No. I was there, literally, I was about to, I sent one email, which took me about two or three minutes. And you are coming, you think you have the right to knock on the window. Mm. For what? I pay Camden Council to park here. Mm. Like, and those little things, you're like, oh, is that racist? Is it not? Maybe it's not. I just hate it. Because when I'm in, that's why I like going to Nigeria. I can't wait till Friday. Because you just, you, you don't have this, like, what's going on here? Like, why is this guy feel it's okay? Like the same, again, the other day, same street. I'm walking on the street. This woman and her daughter are walking in front of me. Same car situation, you know. I've opened my car and they've jumped. Yeah, they're, they're walking past my car. My car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've opened my car and they've jumped. And I've looked at them like... Well, maybe you made that... No, but that, 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 that could have been innocent. That, I, I, yeah. I, I, that could have been innocent. Maybe that could have been innocent. That could have been innocent. Yeah. Is it is it normal for people to be ju- like if if someone opened their car next to you? Was it dark? They jumped. No, it was daylight. I'll be honest with you. I'm quite a jumpy person. <laughs> Living in the hood, you gotta be jumpy. That what? Bro, bro, Lee. I'll be real. I'll be real. Lee, Lee, Lee. Finchley Road. Finchley Road is not the hood. I'm baiting out what area I live in now, but Finchley no, Road no, is not no, the hood. No, but I'm just saying though. So I'm quite. I can be a jumpy person when I'm by myself, just because my surroundings. I'm like, mm. no, but I get it. Femi, I'm gone, gone, gone. For me, I just don't. I, 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 I think some people could be jumpy. They, they were jumpy. I think some people could be jumpy. The pollution guy was pollution brigade because he was that, riding that's, a bike. That's also the what pollution, I think. The pollution guy. It's it, it's it's really in the zeitgeist. No, but right now. why like, would the guy think it's okay to knock on a stranger's window? Because it's pollution brigade. What a bit like pollution! You can't turn on your car. You have to take off the minute you turn off your car. Turn on your it, car. It's conserving energy. It's it's not. While your car's stationary, you're still polluting the air because you're not really doing anything with your car. Yeah, but while my car's stationary, I'm polluting the air. Whilst I'm driving, I'm polluting the air. The cars driving past are polluting the air. Why don't you stop every car? Because I mean, they're going somewhere. Because they're no, going. No, so no, they're, no, but, they're no, but it doesn't journey. matter. Every car's like, polluting my, the air. My, 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 every, do, you know, do you know what his point is? You know what cars have stopped start now? For this reason. Yeah, for that reason. Even when you're on a hill or whatever. The reality is, we, we're talking about microaggressions here, and I, I completely understand an unconscious bias, and I completely understand what you're saying, but I think it's also important for us as a community 
to figure out what what that is and when that is. You can't define it. You can't can't put your finger on it. I know. I know what you're saying. The thing with microaggression, but the the, the two examples you've given now. No, but the the thing with microaggression, yeah, it was like it will turn you mad. Because you're like you'd be paranoid. No, because you're. No, like, you will be. No, 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 I know what you're saying. Head, I know what you're saying. Sometimes in your head, you're like, "Is that? Is it?" And that's why I'm saying to everyone, watch this film. Because no, it's like, true. It's there's true. so many moments in this film where you're like, the guy's asking questions. You're like, "Oh, do you know what? It is fair, but is it?" And she's checking him on it a little bit, mm. but it's like. Yeah, he he is just asking like a genuine question. What if the guy had a like AKA? Mm. Mm. Like like and and then you'll ask another question and it'll be like, oh is it or is it not? Mm. And that's for me, like that's for me, like, I don't have time for even that anymore. I mm. check all of that. Every even when I get a little like a scintilla of like I feel like you're maybe like it's trying of, it. yeah. I don't have it. I don't have it anymore because I just feel like the more we let people know, I let people know. Me personally, let people know it's not okay. The more no, I'm with, I'm with you. I'm with you. But I'm, I I hear I hear what these that are saying because you, you you're gonna go to the food shop and them are gonna ask you do you want some salt? What? Because I'm black. <laughs> That's my worry. Yeah, but I don't do that. worry about this. Because <laughs> <laughs> we are sorting out food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, because man's got high blood pressure. You know we got high blood pressure. No, no, I get it. I get it. Ultimately, I get it. Like for me, for me, because, because, because wait, uh, do you because want chicken. Why the fuck are I want chicken? I mean, because I'm black. I'm black. I want a vegan meal. Yeah. Yeah. But ultimately, ultimately, maybe they're not the, they're, they're not prime examples. But ultimately, the point is, like I, I just saying. I just feel I just feel sometimes. That there's encroachment of my person mm. because <laughs> of the fact that I'm a black man. Like, do you get what I'm saying? I just feel like because of the fact that I, that I'm a black man. Sometimes I told you the story about when we were trying to park our cars at the edit suite when we were working on the intent too. Yeah, it might be you, baby. Might take you long to park. Excuse me, sir. Can you turn off your engine? The funny thing about all of this is that I probably drive the least in out of all the men then. I don't even drive. I'm on public transport all the time. This is the joke thing about it. I'm on tube all the time, regular. I don't even really drive like that. But and that's why I hate driving as well. I feel like there's um there's a well I keep going on about this book called Talking to Strangers <laughs> mm. and he talks about the fact that you see the stop and search thing, mm. they invented it in this state in America because mm. they didn't have they didn't they couldn't stop violent crime right. in this state, right? And they tried all the different procedures mm. of like more police on the beat and all of that mm. doesn't work, mm. right, to stop crime. So they tried everything. And then someone came up with an idea to just stop cars. Without, without any, an excuse. For any reason. Mm. Just stop any car. Mm. For any reason, right? And that reduced the crime in the area. And so, but what they then did was then, because it did that, every police organisation in the world decided, to jump on boom, that's what that's we're going to do. Yeah, we're work. all going to do it. But then obviously it's it's them biased against a certain group of people. So like a certain group of people, i.e. black people, i.e. poor people, are targeted. Are targeted. Mm. And then the police just stop you for whatever reason, just harass you. And like, but actually they can't they need a warrant to come in your house. Mm. They don't need a warrant to stop you on the road if they come up with like 
Oh, your brake light's not working. Oh, the thread, threading on your tires. They can come up with any... Sometimes yeah. they have no reason. It doesn't even matter. They, they basically stop you and try to invent a reason, reason yeah. afterwards. One time I got stopped by the police because they said they smelt weed smoke in my car. And you just left Ace or something? I don't... That's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I think everyone can stop with a weed one though. No, but, but the I'll weed, no, but, but then imagine they've stopped you, yeah? Imagine like I, I said to them, listen, you guys, one, we don't smoke, none of us in this car. Number two, like, none you. None of us in this podcast either. Yeah, none of us in this podcast <laughs> smoke, you know? Number one, we don't smoke. <laughs> Number two, how did you smell the weed from like you were turning a corner? Mm-hmm. I was in my car, like a few cars down. How did you smell it? Like, that weed must have been really strong. Like, and so they invent reasons to stop people and the, the only time the police can really stop you for no reason and search your property and search your person is when you're in a car. The minute you're in a car, like they can, you're like, you're prey because of this stop and search rule okay. that has travelled all around the world from this like, one state in America. Mm. And that was the reason it was invented in the first place because the point is they search your car, obviously in America they maybe find a gun and then they live is this guy somewhere? <laughs> don't encroach his person. No, the point I'm making don't is that, the point I'm making is I I don't really like dri- like driving. Yeah, in a way, you feel like you're 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 very vulnerable to yeah to anything. Okay, anything right. could happen when you're in a car. Can, can we move on now? You can move on. Thank you. Thank you. Ace, you're right over there. Cause you're a bit quiet. You're a bit You've quiet not said today, nothing today. What's going I'm on? Fine. I'm just listening today. I'm it's getting a lot. I'm enjoying. It's a big run, isn't it? I'm enjoying. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, guys. Yeah, all right. To be fair, I think that you, you, I don't want to go back. No, too no, deep no. Into it. no we're not going do, back. Do you know what? Just, just paraphrase what you're about to say. I was just going to say that I think that he would more come across that in his day-to-day work, in like when you're doing your when you're doing your contracts and talking to these type of people. Yeah, but I don't want to patronize you a little bit. Where you're like that happens to me. Exactly. Yeah, but I don't even want to get into that. Exactly. Let's not go down. We'll be we'll be we'll be there in that. No, no, we'll be. I just wanted I just wanted to talk about today. I've got a relationship corner. Jeez. Um, Ace, you can help me on this one. Um, well, maybe because you, you got children. Um, I do. Why do you look scared? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's obviously it's Halloween, or it was Halloween recently. Yeah. And um, you know, like, I think it's become fashionable for black people to be like, I don't do this Halloween thing. Mm. I understand it, but I'm just hearing it so much more now. You know, like the whole woke thing. I think it's just fashionable that he, yeah, we don't do this Halloween thing, celebrating the devil and all that kind of stuff there. And um, there's a customer that, that come in and he was like, is taking his, his children trick-or-treating. Mm. No, his missus was taking his children trick-or-treating. And he's like, I'm not about that life. Are you, are you crazy? Having my kids walk up and down the road begging people for sweets. And it's like, we're not begging people for mm. sweets. The whole point of it is like, it's within your community, it's within your direct area. You know, you're kind of supposed to know your neighbours and whatever else, and it's supposed to be, like, on your road or whatever, and it's just... So it's not like they're running around the streets talking about we're starving, trick or treat, give me some bread, give me mm, a can of baked yeah, beans yeah. or something. I don't know if it's in your area anymore, because I saw some... No, it's not in your area. And your I was like... Right, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they're going for them sweets. <laughs> yeah, they're going for that selection. They're going for the neighbourhood yeah, sweets. Um, you know, and he's like, yeah, my, my children aren't dressing up as no no devilish characters or whatever else. And mm. 
you know, it was like, uh, part of me when it comes to children is, as long as you explain to them the situation or what it's about, then cool. Because I think when children are going to school the following day and it's like, oh, did you go trick-or-treating? Yeah, nah, hard. because my, my family don't do that. Did you get Christmas presents? My family don't support the pagan thing. <laughs> you understand? Like, you know, it's just like, fam, let the children live. No, the Halloween thing. I don't do the Halloween thing. I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. I don't believe in that. I've never, like, generally, even my kids are like, no, they're not on it. They know we're not on it. Like, we don't. We've never done it. It's never been a thing. And I just think, Ultimately, for me, I could like me hold myself out to be a Christian, and then, and then we, um, I'm holding myself out to be a Christian, and I'm celebrating some like like devil thing. It's weird. It doesn't even make sense. And like my kids are Christians, or they will be like you know mm. they come to church with me. I'm well, they're not like I don't really play Halloween at all. I don't entertain it. Ace, you're not involved. For the same reasons as Femi, to be fair. But then I was thinking the other day, I probably would go to a Halloween party. You've never been to a Halloween party? Nah. Oh, you're talking about this on the radio, isn't it? I would go, but I don't like. I don't celebrate Halloween. I don't really. Think but I think Halloween is. parties are different because Why? Halloween parties are just they're just but now fancy dress. Yeah, true. And people come dressed as their favourite pop stars yeah, or whatever. Mm, it's, it's a, a dress-up thing, isn't yeah. it? As opposed to dressing like a witch or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, Halloween's a tricky one for me because we never celebrated it as kids for the same reason I was born a Christian or well, Catholic. Um, so is it that or because your man was born in Nigeria, Carl? Mm-hmm. I, Do you even know what that is? Is it? Nigeria? Yeah. We, we, never, we, ne- we never celebrated Halloween. Halloween. I didn't know. Real talk. I didn't know Halloween existed till I came to England. Right. So, so is it? No, I, I know that, I'm not being funny. You know. No, that's not being funny. No, I'm not being funny. Is it in that? No, I'm not. Is it actually in Nigeria? No. Well, then, okay, that makes sense. Probably is now in like Nigeria. What? Trying some bougie Halloween parties or something like that. Yeah. Because of like. Nigeria's fluidity with Western yeah, culture, true, but true, like, true. but now nah, when I lived in Nigeria, there wasn't Halloween. Was did you do Halloween? He is now. Look, Oli is, is there like, now? Oli is more yeah. current than the man them. Because when I was growing up, we just didn't yeah. didn't even know it existed actually mm. at all. And then we came to England. My mom's like, "You're not going." <laughs> She's like, "Keep the door closed." Even I turning up at our door with like yeah. masks on and stuff. And <laughs> no, but, but also like I, I think. We, we have like masquerades in it in Nigeria and that's a massive part of the culture that's a massive part of the culture and that's spiritual uh, elements to that as well and you know for me I always, I always grew up a little scared of the masquerades whoever that thing is or whatever it was was something we'd always stay away from and I think Halloween culture definitely mm. represents that to, to my family anyway it did to my family so as an adult though I've been to Halloween parties yeah. and whatnot. I've had fun whatever but I haven't gone dressed as you know, a skeleton or whatever. I've just gone dressed yeah. as like Freddie Mercury or whatever it is. Do you know what I mean for, yeah. for, for the day? But like now, I, I think the meaning of Halloween isn't exactly what it would have been twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. And also for trick or treating, I've got two little nephews. My brother takes some trick or treating because yeah. back to what you're saying about school. For them, it's about sweets or yeah. do you know what I mean? Just being a part of something. Yeah, like being a part of, their, of something. All of their friends with are. all of their friends, exactly. So yeah, it's it's a tricky one, man. I think it's it's best definitely person specific and sometimes culturally specific as well. Mm. Mm. Do your children have any fun, Femi? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of reading the dictionary, my children they do well. They like they, yes, they yeah. play tennis, they go swimming, they do karate, they do football, they do a lot. They mm. do a lot of structured activities. Would you, would you tell your kids off for playing knockdown ginger? 
If they told you, oh, we're playing my this kids game. will not do that. <laughs> <laughs> it just gave me side eye again. <laughs> you know what, what worries me about that the most? I don't know why they won't do it, though. <laughs> like, you know, like. Are you two boogie? Knock down, what? Run, exert energy <laughs> for what? And oh, uh, I don't know. Why would they not do that? It's just like just, you wouldn't let them. You would. You'd be very upset if they told you we played this game where you knock the door and run away. <laughs> would you be? Would you be vexed? That's how you vexed. That's how you might knock down ginger story. Would you vexed? We love the skits. I must have told you about my not that ginger story. Nah. No, no, go oh my go. gosh. Oh my gosh. Imagine what's that road called next to Payton? The next one up. Is it Arthur Road or something? Yeah, so imagine I'm coming from Sainsbury's. Yeah, my parents used to send me Sainsbury's. Mm. Oh, Morrison's to buy like yeah. bread. Bread. Or something dumb like that. Or milk. Dumb like that, yeah. So anyway, I'm coming back here. I'm walk. I've turned from Morris's down that yeah. road. Yeah. How is it? I saw some as I'm walking down the road. I'm seeing this happening. Some kids are playing knockdown ginger. They've knocked on this man's door and they've ran away. Yeah. And I'm carrying a bag. This is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I've walked past the door. The man has come out of the door. Thinking it was you. A Chinese man. Yeah. With a samurai knife. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what, Febby? Do you know what? Let me ask you something, yeah? Did you not think that I'm in the direct line of fire? So let me allow... No, leave Cross the road leave, or something, bro. Do you know what's going on? Do you know what's happening? You know you're, you're thinking, he's thinking, I'm innocent, so no, fuck you. Leave. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Mad? Or not you know what's mad? Yeah. You know Do you know what? Do you know when you're not processing what's happening until it happens? Until you process it? So, like, I've seen some kids outside this door... Yeah, and I, I, in that moment, I didn't think they were playing knockdown ginger. Like, and in that moment, I didn't even think I looked like them. Because I was the same age, like, you know, and I'm, I'm just walking back from, this guy has chased me. <laughs> you see, like, I've never ran so quickly in my life. <laughs> bread, bread, bread and eggs in my pants. I've never oh, ran. <laughs> When I mean I've never ran, so I don't even like, bro. You oh don't know, yeah. How fast oh you can run God. until you're running for your life. Oh <laughs> Just imagine you're my big chest, my samurai sword. Oh no, man, they made you as well. You know, you're on your own. I was sprint. Oh. But do you know what? What's What's even more funny about the thing? I was like thinking. So this man would have done all of this running, yeah. Gone back to his house, and the kids were gonna come back and do it again. <laughs> Just, that's knockdown ginger when you know you're getting about vexed. Do, do, yeah. do you know what's mad? Like, we didn't even have knockdown ginger. It was just called knockdown run in Birmingham. Knockdown run. What's his ginger about? What's the ginger tip Basic. Basic. What's the game? Knockdown run. What do you have to do? You knock the door. Really working. Basic. <laughs> oh god I bet that man don't call it football <laughs> Kickball Kickball run Kickball run Kickball run <laughs> Basketball Basketball Yeah yeah Basketball all right, run Alright what are you yeah. saying about Birmingham man yeah. Come on that Come on <laughs> Wow That's oh, funny Oh Oh god uh, uh, I don't think we actually introduced you properly Yeah um, we actually didn't. Not we at just, all, we just, just dived just, in. We've been talking for an it. hour. 
That's all good, man. An hour. Um, well, I know who you are because I've been cutting your hair for many, many years. Um, and as you earlier mentioned, you was the first black presenter on Blue you Peter. You cut his hair when he was on Blue Peter? No, it was still after. No, though. after, after. Um, he was a proper celebrity as well because little kids was coming in and it was only till he left. And I was like, but it wasn't the kids, it was the parents. I'm like, wait, is it that? Is that the guy? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not the guy. It's the Blue Peter. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. So what? So all right. So what are you doing now? Yes. Um, do you nice. You're heavily within TV presenting and sport. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. What, so what exactly are you doing now? Working for the Premier League. So we do the world output for PLP. So across Nigeria, across all the world territories, really. That's the football side. I do been finished doing the rugby with Channel 4 as well which is yeah. brilliant and then I do a current affairs programme as well called Inside Out in Birmingham you know knock door run um, <laughs> yeah, st- still knocking doors and running bro uh, <laughs> but yeah it, you know what it, 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 it's been it's been a mad journey because I was saying earlier you know like TVs you know most TV presenters you see are mainly doing just one or two jobs yeah and that's the thing people always go what you're doing what you're doing there's always stuff going on and this job's more than just telly it's like you as an actor you mm-hmm. know like you're a director you're, you're, you're a filmmaker mm-hmm. you know and as, as well as acting so a lot of my work comes from behind the camera you know me when I was in Paris last yeah, year and I yeah, was yeah, with yeah. all those big like you know politicians and stuff I yeah. do those kind of things I do a lot of talks I do a lot of um, comparing and I've just finished doing a keynote speech recently on like why black people don't swim which is another passion oh, of yeah, mine oh yeah you've done yeah. you, you done was it a couple of years ago now I've got a world record for swimming across the deepest stretch of ocean in the world oh, wow. yeah man wow. uh, this is but before this you couldn't swim though I right? couldn't swim at what, all. what was this like for Blue Peter again Blue Peter again yeah 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 like so but last year as I was leaving the show I'd really I've done five years man I've pretty much done everything like you know um, and travelled met so many incredible people and they were like what do you want to do and I'm like man can't swim in it <laughs> like, I, yeah I couldn't I'm going to keep asking you what you want to do well, yeah. that's mad but, it's but, the best job it's the best yeah, literally, literally we, I remember that meeting with my producer she was like can you just like write a list of anything you'd like to do I was like do you know what I could race another car I could do something I just thought to myself you know what I don't see enough black people swimming mm. and it was off the back of like just watching various because I'm into sport watching various Olympics and there was just no representation from any African countries ever yeah. you look at the final of any swim competition it's just European or the Chinese it's funny how the world have this, have this belief that black people can't swim when a lot of people go on holidays to Caribbean islands which are surrounded by water yeah but and they, they, they don't, don't swim, swim they don't swim see the time right? that I've been there yeah yeah Bruv, everyone around me was swimming. No, I've, I've got man. I've been when I was younger. Bruv, I dropped swim. my watch. Let me off into the sea. Man's dying. Man's dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's it's like, no, no, no. It's, like we can swim. Okay, real talk. It's not to say that black people can't swim, but when you look at both populations in terms of if, it's if, disproportionate. It's disproportionate. I'm not in, saying in this country. Yeah. So, so I mean, through this, we did some research and. If you're an ethnic minority in Britain, you're three times less likely to swim. It's not just black people, it's people of colour, yeah, period. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a massive issue. So what I did was, like, they were like, look, you know, we're going to do this and we're going to do it big, you know. Um, so I learned to swim in, in, in 10 weeks. And the big thing was to, so I'd be the first person, the, the crescendo, the, 
the massive bit I'll be the first person to swim across the deepest stretch of ocean in the world which is mm. out in the middle of the Pacific Ocean yeah, it's like yeah. 11 miles deep and 5 miles across <laughs> 11 miles deep what's wrong with you bloke <laughs> told you I'm the black bond you were thinking of no sharks or not <laughs> before Idris came along this guy before Idris came along he was setting I was it. doing it I was doing it he was setting it, it. so how yeah. set one up boats boats next to you while you're doing it so to, to set the world record <laughs> to set to set the world record Fine, talk to your brethren <laughs> Like this guy, yeah. You know, miles. like, no, no, but wait, could you like eleven miles? Deep? Can you even could comprehend you, you, that? Where's eleven yeah. miles away, Lee? Exactly, that's eleven. Where's Holloway? Holloway? One eleven miles away. away is, is, I don't even think. Lee, where he lives? Where he lives? It's about where he lives. What Croydon? Croydon. Yeah, yeah. where I live. From here to Croydon, Croydon. Yeah. Croydon. Yeah. probably about eleven. Maybe further than that. Yeah, deep. Deep. Oh my God. Going down. Going down. to here. Your head would explode. Going down. South London to here, like Brixton, is only six miles. Yeah, yeah. So Croydon, Croydon to Holloway, yeah. deep, yes. uh, and you were swimming. That's what reason? How much did they pay you to do not this much, job? Man. Not Bro, much, not much. How much did they pay but you, you to do this job? But you know what I'm like, man, if someone tells me that I'll be the first person to do something, Bro. I'm like, yeah, why I'm not, boy? Give it a go, innit? So, yeah. You've actually given me a headache yeah, twice. Yeah, my yard, my yard is bang on 12 miles. Bro, today you give me a headache twice. Why? Because I'm thinking about how deep that is. Bro, it's ridiculous. You know how long you can get in that ocean? But you know what we saw? Like, so, when we were training and stuff, we went to some, like, marine biologist thing and your man dragged up fish from the bottom of this place. Mm. Because it's so deep, there's no sunlight. Mm. So you've got fish that are, like, prehistoric. Them fish with, like, them big jaws and bulbous eyes. Because there's no sunlight, they have not evolved. They can't see that, they're blind. Yeah, they're blind. But also, that's as close to prehistoric life as you're going to get in this world right there. And it's, it's, it's all right there at the bottom. The mad thing is... Because the water's so deep, and surely you can't dive to the bottom of that anyway. Nah, nah, no, you, no, no diving. The pressure, the pressure will crush you. Yeah, yeah, the pressure will crush you much. The pressure will crush you. But what's amazing about our swimmers, you know, <laughs> the water was so clear. I could because we had like support divers to make yeah, sure yeah. nothing was coming from in it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I could see. Nice. I could see <laughs> as far down as like hundred meters, man. It was nice. that clear. And that's what puts it in perspective because that's not even half the team, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and it goes yeah. even deeper than that. But there was one moment, right? My uh, my coach said to me, because my, 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 not just swimming, my, my biggest fear is like fish touching me and stuff, man, I can't. Yeah. You know, we, even now, I can't you know, do that. You, to, to pause, we said that in the barbershop. Darren said it the other day. You see when you go on holiday with the hardest of road, man, and they're man in the water, let a piece of seaweed brush their leg. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm done, I'm done. Fam, have you seen man it's when a brush his man's leg? Trust hey. me. No, so we walk up we walk up my, my coach this is before I did my big swim my coach was like look we want to prepare you for the big ocean and you know want to take you to this lake so I'm like yeah cool um, I'm up because I could swim at that point I'd done 10 weeks worth of training it was all good went up to this lake man gave me like snorkeling gear I was like what are we looking for it was like don't worry just, uh, just go in so we get in we start swimming and he went what if I told you this is uh, what they call jellyfish lake I was like what I put my mask on the water, surrounded by thousands of jellyfish, bro. I cannot tell you how petrified I was. Mm. Your man, I had a sound man on the canoe. I jumped on the canoe, almost capsized the sound man. Because yeah, yeah, I was man, like, yeah. never, mm. never. Because that's my, that's my deepest fear, to be yeah. like, you know, you know how these men just like love diving? And like, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, I saw like marine life. It's wonderful. Like, nah, mate, not yeah. even now. I can't do it. I can't mm. do it. But it was amazing, man. Like, and to, to say at that time, it was, I was one of, well, 
three black people the swimming world record or two black people at that time it was incredible then we, now we've got Simone Manuel who won the last um, the last Olympics she won double gold and we've got Alia Atkinson Jamaican girl mm. who's equaled the, breast, um, the breaststroke but yeah. we still have no one in Britain who's ever accomplished anything swim or anyone that's represented Great Britain in, in, in swimming that's, that's black it, it's, it's like a massive massive thing so a few years ago I created a project in East London with a run dem crew like Charlie Duck and those guys and this group of guys I know called Swim Dem I work with them and we basically put 10, 12 people of colour through swimming 10 weeks and I redesigned the programme of how you teach people to swim mm. and that's what I did my, my keynote speech about last week and basically I basically focused on people's fears because that's what it is like if you can deal with people's fear of the water mm. the swim bit's just like learning to run a long distance like that's just technique and that's the thing everyone can swim because swimming's Listen, about technique can you teach me how to swim yes do it man I'm up for it you know um, let's do it we can document it we can, document. we can sort it out yeah, let's uh, let's I know the people. Like, well, seriously, the, no, there's, there's, a two, there's a group of black brothers who teach people how to swim. Because I swear, I swear, I don't know if it was your thing mm. or through your thing, swim them crew. But so I know there was through, an advert. I know there was an advert that was on TV. So that came I through my project. They came through my yeah. project, and it was amazing because I was introduced to them by Charlie Dark, who yeah. ran Run Dem Crew, and he was like, "These boys are doing some stuff with swimming." So. They, I realised that for, for that thing to work, I needed something different, you know, mm. like, because I was working with some big people like Speedo and all that kind of stuff, but the message had to get through to the community. And those yeah. two boys were, I mean, as early as they were doing it, they were doing it at that point. Um, they hadn't really figured out what they were going to do, but on a branding level, it just worked really well. We, we, we swim them and then they ended up doing something for Google, I think, through that and that kind of stuff. And now they are now, they're basically through that project, we've stationed them now. They're at the aquatic centre. Every Monday, they're teaching people to swim. Wow. Every Monday. Wow. And so I've, I've now created links with like GLL, who run a lot of the gyms and stuff around London. And I don't know what the programme is now, but at that point, they basically gave Swim Dem a whole year of free swimming so they can bring people in. Because we need to change it, man. And like that's my thing. It's like, you know, I'm very lucky to have all the things that you're like, rah, rah, rah. I'm like, yo, if we can create projects to allow people to have these experiences, you just need to come. Because what's your excuse? If it's, yeah, if it's available to you, <clears throat> what's your excuse? And for me, we need to change that, man. Like, we need to, I want to see, it's the only thing you can, one of the few sports you can learn that can save your life. You know, whenever you look at, I guarantee you, right? Yeah. Open a newspaper, whenever you see a drowning thing, usually black. Mm. No lie. I got my mate, to, he's, he's one of the open water guys at um, Stoke Newington Baths. I was like, anytime you see something, just send it to me. There was, bare, out of 10 or 15 articles, it was all black people. And we've got a massive, massive problem with the black community in terms of like not being able to swim. Some people can swim, but comparatively, it's long. But also, it's, it's another thing, because if you're going to learn to swim now, it's going to cost you like 200 quid. Who's got that kind of money just to... If you've got kids, you can do other things with your kids bar swimming, do you know mm. what I mean? And it's another thing, one of those things that's getting cut at schools as well, this, so this it's is, This is Femi as well. Can, can, can everyone swim? Can everyone swim? Can everyone swim? Can you swim? Can you swim? Yes. My kids, yeah, I can swim. You know what it is? Do you know, like, the thing with me, everything that I don't know how to do, like, they can do. I made my kids do from early. Yeah. Like literally, but would everything. Would you not like to be able to swim? No, I'd love to. I I I used to do swimming lessons, you know. I'm I just saying, got I'm bored. Saying. I stopped. Before you before you finish 
Well, did, you, did you get me bored before you got in the water? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You know what? The thing is, what's funny? Man put on his swimming trucks now. I'm bored now. What's funny? Do you know what it is? I don't have any buoyancy. That you do. So you like, do, I do. can like if you like That's foolish. No, no. Should I be? Do you know what it is? Should I be honest? Should I be honest? I'm not scared of water. Like you know, like swimming pool. I'm not scared to jump in a swimming pool. I can walk up to a swimming pool and jump in, splash around for a little bit, Patrick trying to do my fake swimming and then I stop and then I could do fake swimming again stop do you get what I'm saying it's not like I'm scared of water you know mm, I'm actually it. not scared you know I just need to learn the technique some, some people are naturally buoyant but buoyancy is about being relaxed in the water yeah like that that's all it is like everyone is buoyant I'm not relaxed in that, that's the, that's, life, the, <laughs> that's it I'm but not do, a relaxed do you know person. what I, I went swimming this morning I was swimming half a mile like Three or four times a week. Oh, so you're on it now? Yeah, I, every, mate, every week, man. I go, oh. I go swimming a little Lido thing. I go like, I do 50 meters. I do about 15, 20 lengths of that, and then that's oh. that's my, that's all the exercise I do, man. It's 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 amazing for me. Like, I love it, and, and it's it good for my mental health. Every muscle, yeah, yeah. every body, muff, yeah. muscle in your body. Like, yeah. if you do front crawl, if you do breaststroke, you do back backstroke or whatever. Every, but also if you're injured, it's the best thing you can do. That's what all that is. It Cristiano Ronaldo is riding a bike in his swimming pool because it's that resistance training, it's not high impact either. So, now because I've got a bad knee from football, I can't do anything like phys- crazy physical for the next nine months. Mm. Swimming's the thing for me, man. I'm just there and I'm still fit, heart's still in good shape, and mm. all that kind of stuff, man. That's my thing, man. I just think like we, we've all got a responsibility, and like it's very similar to you. Like, there's a lot of black parents whose kids can swim, but they can't. And it's just that final hurdle. Charlie, who did it with us, legend. Uh, and the reason he wanted to do it is because it's like, you know what? My kids can swim. I would love to be able to swim with no, my I'd kids. I'd love to. I'd be honest. Do you know what I'd I mean? Just a little, my brother can't swim properly. Like, you know, and both his boys, they're like dolphins, man. I take them out in the sea, man. And these kids are just going for it, man. Mm. And that's what I want, man. It's like, if you ever go to a swimming pool, I guarantee you, you're most likely going to be the only black person there. Yeah, Almost guarantee it. Yeah. Mm. Almost I, I guarantee it. I, 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 when I used to go to Clissot, there was only, yeah, there was a, I was the only one getting in the pool. I was thinking, yeah, where are my people at? In the gym. Flexing in it. Yeah. You can get into the pool. Have you seen swimmers? Have you seen their shoulders? The times that I've swam, I've come out and I thought Swole. I felt swollen. Yeah, bro. Swole. Man's walking on a neck. <laughs> swollen. Swollen. Mm. <laughs> Look at Femi smiling. Swollen. Yeah, he's gonna. Do you know what? I remember when I learned how to swim. I think I was about three, four, and my godmother taught me swimming. She asked me if I could oh, swim. Oh, she free in. You told no, us. No, even that. She just made me. She, she, I had no clothes, so she just said, "Can you swim?" And I said, "No." So she began swimming, and I said, "I ain't got no trunks." She goes, "You don't need them." Let me swim in the pool naked. What? Blood. What public pool? I had to, yeah. But you couldn't do that now, I don't think. The mate. Someone's going jail. This is back in the olden days. I never felt so embarrassed all my life. Brother, within that session I was swimming, blood. Because I did not want to spin round or do nothing. I just wanted to make sure I could do front crawl. That's how I like to swim. Can you do front crawl properly? Yeah, yeah, brother, swim, I swim. That's the one. I got the lifeguard qualification as well. Look at this guy. But I never done it. I never applied for the job. I'm, I'm the, it's, it's not. I'm, it's not that well paid. You, that's you, you see with these lot, I'm the one that skis and does all that. Them and they, they don't do he it, does man. white people stuff. <laughs> Bro, you should have been on people with me, man. You should have been on people with me. I'm the one. Yeah, I love, I love all that stuff, yeah, man. Like, like I love all that stuff. I can't ski, but I love to. That's yeah, the next. As we're talking about swimming, can I just tell a story before just to end the show? Yeah, go. I spoke about it briefly before, but funny enough, this girl, she's one of our avid listeners. She's one of our biggest fans. 
girl called Niels. I think I told you a story before about she was on holiday mm. and she's there was snorkeling, mm. something like that, and she she jumped in and nearly drowned. She jumped off the boat in the water and nearly drowned. Yeah, so they dragged her out of the water and she's like, they're like, can you swim? She's like, of course I can swim. I've got my qualifications and everything. Mm. I can swim. So then it would it just baffled her like, right, I forgot to swim. And everyone's like, you can't forget to swim. It's like riding a bike. You mm. might drop off or, or yeah, whatever. You might yeah, lose yeah, a bit yeah, of tech, but you can swim. This baffled her. So she got back to her hotel and rang her mum. Like, right, mum. So, so I got back to the hotel when she got back to the UK she's telling her mum but anyway she's having a conversation with her mum like right I nearly drowned how? because I, jump, I jumped off the boat into the water so mum was like why did you do that? she goes what do you mean? I can swim and mum was like no you can't <laughs> so she's like yes I can and mum's like no you can't she's like I've got bare trophies upstairs bare medals from no. swimming and mum was like no you, you never you never learnt to swim and you just kept on crying about it so I just bought you the medal <laughs> Fuck <laughs> No Killed no it way. Killed it You're kidding Wow Absolutely killed it Imagine that You see Mumsy is like I felt bad for you Because you kept on crying Because you couldn't swim And everybody else could So I just bought you the medal No my kids don't get that I just You, you have to earn Yeah it. you have to earn that <laughs> thing. My man's just getting bought stuff Imagine that Are you kidding she, uh, must be, she must be privileged though For her to not she clock Yeah listen She's that that one there, she's come. She's, she's come to a lot of the shows. Like wow. one of one of my best friends in the entire world. But that there, yeah, you need to chat to your mum. <laughs> hey, do you know like you've not said nothing on this podcast <laughs> at all? Hi guys, thanks for listening. Right. <laughs> I said hi guys, thanks for listening. Is it? Do we miss anything? Huh? We don't miss anything. I need I need, to, I need to question actually about some of these things that you lot were dealing with as youths. What are you talking about? Knock, what is it? Knock door and run. Knock door run. Knock door run. Knock door and run. Knock door run. Knock door run, man. Knock door run. Knock door run, man. The fuck? Knock door run. You people fuck this. I think that's the title of this episode. Knock door run. Knock door run. If you've got any listeners from Brown. Knock door ginger, though. What is that? Knock down ginger. The knock down ginger is all it is. I don't know why. Who is ginger? Who is ginger? Ginger. I just like yo. I just known it as knockdown ginger. I've never heard that before. You were talking about the one with that. I don't even want to say that. It's very chat. No, let's not. Knockdown ginger. Pump. Knock door run. But they're they're both quite dumb names. Why should I knock down ginger? That itself makes me feel weird. Knock door run. You're just like listeners. If you're listeners and watching, if you're watching this, if if you can explain. Why knockdown ginger is called knockdown ginger? Or knockdown run, obviously, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it's basic. It's it does exactly logical. what it says on the tin. Fucking hell. Knockdown like ginger. Cell, man. Knockdown ginger is a bit te- technical. Like, it doesn't. No one would know what that is. No one would know anyway. what There's it is. a reason. Are you Googling it? Yeah, I'm going to Google it. There's a reason why it's called knockdown ginger. Yeah, I'm sure it's nothing good for ginger. I'm people. sure it's very rude. <laughs> or I'm, I'm, I'm sure yeah, must that, be, that name, sure it's not with nasty. a name like that, it's definitely got some weird connotations, man. Yeah. Knock down the house, probably. Oh look, it's coming up. Knock down. Have you got it? Okay, you got it. Yes. Okay, knock down ginger is a prank or a game dating back to the 19th century England or possibly the earlier Cornish traditional holiday of Nicalian night 
Uh, the game is played. It doesn't say why it's called Knockdown Ginger. Why is it called Ginger? It's also called Chap Do Run. Chap Do Run. <laughs> or, di- or Ding Dong Ditch. Or, yeah, Chap Do Run. Do you know what? Birmingham's just progressive, man. You lot are still stuck in the progressive. dark. Progressive. You lot are still on a pagan stuff, man. So you think <laughs> Knock Door Run is progressive? <laughs> you think you're progressive? Huh? Bro, we don't have on his ding dong whatever it is, man. Like we're just straight up. Look, so we do, baby. Straight talk. It, com- it comes from a poem. Look, you didn't. You can't even. Oh yeah, ginger, ginger broke. Oh yeah, that's. So what is it? Read the poem. Read the poem. The poem is ginger. Ginger broke a window. <laughs> hit the window. Crack. That's like the a baker. That's a thing, it's offensive. It? The baker came out to give him a clout. You see, and landed on his back. That's what I'm saying. Offensive. Allow it. That's not PC, boy. That's not for me. You like enjoy your, you yeah, enjoy yeah, your little well. saying. Yeah, basic, yeah? You, you or get progressive. <laughs> Let's go back to progressive, yeah? <laughs> you, could get, you could get me too to knock down ginger. Get me too to that in, in South Wales, it's called knockout ginger. Oh, no. This is getting yeah. even worse. Oh, in, no, in Northern England, it's called knock-a-door run. There you go. Yeah, we go. Now we're talking. Yeah. What was that? Progress? In, in America, it's called ding-dong-dash. In Scotland it's called Chicky Mele. Chicken fillet or chicken fillet? I've heard of that name, Chicky In Mele. Ireland it's called Nick Knack. Uh, yeah, you know what? It's only the south of England that's yeah. like on that dark stuff, man. Yeah. No, Ring and Run is is a more straightforward name as well. Ring Ring Raja in Chile. In South Africa it's called really interesting. Right, as right. I said, Wait, is, hey, this is when you want to wake up. Can I say though? It's, I think it's really useful information. I think it's really interesting that this kiddie game yeah. has been around since the 19th yeah. century. Yeah. It is mad, isn't it? And people think it's bad. And I almost got killed by some Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> you were the samurai sword. I don't know. Ace, wrap up the thing. Wrap up the thing. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much for coming, bro, man. It's, no, been, it's been very it, insightful. All right, rate, subscribe, comment. Till next time, peace.